Hi everyone. Um, before we started this episode, I wanted to put this out here very quickly. Um, a good friend of mine, Fred Eckroth, uh, recently passed away, and the circumstances around his passing were quite sad and unfortunate. Um, in the link to this episode, wherever you're listening to it or watching it or whatever, there's a link to a GoFundMe to support his family. He has uh, left behind a uh, wife and son, uh, and they need all the support she can give him right now. So please, please consider donating. Um, he was a great guy. He was a great dad. He was a great friend. He was a great karate teacher, and he was gone way, way too soon. So if you can help out in any way, please, please do. Thank you. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Karate Without Belts. I'm John, always joined, or mostly joined, sometimes joined, regularly joined, by the illustrious Jeremy. I don't know about that, but all right, whatever. Okay, what? yeah, I'm here. I'm giving you, uh, I'm giving you the, 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 the illustrious, why not? Stupendous? The spectacular? I, I, I don't know about that. I'm, I would say cooling off after, after my little tour of our power plant but other than that that's fine jeremy's been doing essentially what's called lava training like he's been he's been walking he's been doing the stair stair climbs not as fast as he used to but uh the man's just getting on like all sorts of like like bulletproof gear to you know take on like the wire demons that are that are plaguing his his workplace he's been talking to me about like basically he's like you know, training doesn't happen anymore on the dojo floor. It's just a day, daily life for him. So, <laughs> yeah, as I was talking to John before we started, uh, one of my adventures was going up to what's called the burner deck in our our power plant, which it's usually between 150 and 180 degrees up there. And you're in full protective gear. You know, flame retardant gear and all that kind of stuff, which is a good thing. But yeah, I, I mean, it, it gives a whole other meaning of stress, stress testing your body. I tell you that much. So yeah, I, I was lucky that day. It was about 150, 160 degrees instead of 180. But yeah, it was it was a little warm. And 20 degrees does make all the difference. I think that would be yeah. like 80 Celsius for Fahrenheit. <laughs> Something. Yeah, somewhere. Man. Yeah, no. I, I, and there for a minute, I thought it was going to be like Indiana Jones and the, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark at the very end. You know, where everybody's melting. That's kind of what I was feeling like there for a while. Like, That's only God. if you open the gasket and or not, are not worthy, or is it if well, you I, look into it? Well, <laughs> or you're a Nazi. Well, if I would have opened up one of those actual burners, it would have happened. But yeah, I'm not opening that. But anyway, that's beside the point. So we've been we've been looking at our uh, our output recently, and even though our last episode, I think we put it out less than a month ago, me and Jeremy kind of came to the point of thinking like, hey, it's been kind of a minute since we've talked about the podcast in general and kind of what's going on with it. 
But we're doing no, this. I think, I are think we also, alive? Are we not doing this? Are we yeah, just putting this I, out whenever we can? Because that's normally how we do it anyway. Um, yeah, and I, I think to try to get back to the root of what what the podcast really came about and what it's really about. You know? Yeah. So it, it's one thing that I've struggled with in creating this, um, been getting people on for it. When Jeremy quite graciously came on and was like, yeah, welcome host. And the the whole idea behind doing a karate podcast. Right. And so in an effort to reintroduce and in an effort to clarify go uh so this is going to be how to do a karate podcast or clarification on what, what the hell we're about so we both have i think between i've got about 20 i think jeremy's got about 35 years on training uh, yeah not quite 35 but yeah yeah so i think the general idea of anybody approaching this is that we have experience doing martial arts. We have experience with martial arts in many different places and specifically around karate. Always has been, kind of always will be. That's what this is always going to be about. It's always going to be about karate and martial arts in general, right? We've all had, we've both had various different interactions with different martial arts, practiced some, integrated some of those things into back into karate. Karate is you know wide enough to absorb a lot of that. And that's where we come from. We don't really come from any other sort of perspective. Both come from an American perspective, but also heavily influenced by the Okinawan karate side of things. That I think gets, gets the background out of the way. Jeremy is my senior in what we practice, or the system what we practice, or what, what's left of it at least. I guess if we want to talk about it, that in any sort of way. Yeah. And this is one thing I always rail on the idea of the quote unquote karate expert, uh, like, you know, Jaden Smith, apparently Will Smith's son. We're as I guess, expert as the next guy. We're only speaking from our own experience. We're only speaking from what we know and what we, what we see like anybody else who does anything. Like that. Yeah. I think eventually, I mean, both John, myself and, and others you know, that we've talked to through, you know, with or during the podcast or, you know, friends of ours that we've associated with, all of us have kind of run into some of these issues of kind of why even the podcast began or the idea of the podcast began. And so I'll, I'll, I'll turn over to John kind of let him describe kind of one of his and we'll, we'll just kind of go back and forth on on some um things that kind of came up in in our training and it's like that really doesn't you know it's basically we're just kind of looking at it from an outside the box view of does that really matter and who really gives a crap you know well yeah and uh you buried the lead there my friend but uh this actually came about when you, um, because you're directly involved in this story. Well, yeah. So you are directly involved in this story. So let's let's not miss the last time. 
and I think we literally say the last time in both senses, we were both you know, promoted, right? And so we're talking about this idea of belts and ranks and stuff, mm-hmm. stuff we talked about before, right? But for those of you who are new, right, uh, the last time this came up for either of us was you had been promoted and I had been promoted. You had, and you had been, and you had been, you're, you were put up to fifth. Yeah. I recall, and then I was put up to third. And yeah, we're just going to make that a plain in the text, right? So it's not, it's not a mystery to anybody. That's just what it was. And so years, what it must have been like three years later, right? I think it was like two, it was like three or four years later. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Probably, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't too long after. It was. It was. Yeah. It was. It, yeah. It was, I think it was. I think it was right at three. And you had said to me, "This is when I was initially living in Japan, because what we, what we, when we do recordings is when we also we're going to get. We're actually going to kind of try to get back to this. Is we would do on online Skype training and, and go over stuff and then go through stuff. And it was one of those days, and I was in this year I want you to test for fourth or I think you should test for fourth. I'm going to put you up for fourth. And I was like, all due respect, love you to death, Jeremy, but nah, I'm good. And, I, and, and this end that come from like, the, I mean, it was one, a practical perspective because I would have had to pay a lot of money to jump on an airplane, go to the United States, which is kind of weird thinking you're living in Japan, like why you couldn't get promoted. Japanese art in Japan, but that's kind of a different thing altogether. Go to the headquarters of where we had it, where we were training at the time. Pay, most likely would have been eh, six hundred dollars, let's say, uh, yeah, so. ballparking for you know the stuff there, just to get another piece of paper that other people we knew were getting didn't have the same level of dedication or knowledge or anything like that and it was like okay you know there was there was kind of like a practical impediment right just mm-hmm. like the cost of international travel and of just doing the thing uh this had also come off i forget if this was before or after i believe it was after but this had also come off kind of a very tumultuous trip i had to steer uh in in yeah, yeah. yeah I, I remember it was all around that yeah time. it was like it was either it, before or after. it was like right yes. after right before um i think i think it was before but if we're honest and you know it was around all that and then just kind of seeing like the rank come down and the person come out like the karate person go down and like like of, of, of the other people who were involved or the higher ranking people who were going on that trip and you know um you, and you kind of see that you see like who people are and then you get back on the dojo floor with them and what's generally supposed what that's supposed to be in, in ideal circumstances that you get to see who people are and then you get back on the dojo floor with them and this isn't always the case but Normally, it's supposed to be more of a oh, okay, team building, cohesion. Um, you know, we're all in this together, sort of a deal. And the opposite effect happens with that, genuinely. 
it shook me to my core, man. Like, and it was a little while there where I was like, man, I just want to give up. But then it was like, I'll like give up and I like just give up the whole thing and call it sunk cost, call it whatever. But the idea like of karate, the things that I've learned from it and done with it were greater than A, that bad experience, but B, that wreck. Mm -hmm. Like in all the things around that. So, okay, that was the big push for me to continue training despite essentially disassociating and essentially like to a degree just completely giving up the entire you know system of it and you know how little of a difference there is when you're like oh i'm i'm in this association and i'm this rank and i'm this i'm a guy who's wearing shorts like you know how it ain't that much of a difference when you start doing the katas and you start doing the techniques and stuff. There's a, I mean, you actually look at the stuff. There's no difference. So what does it matter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'll go through one of my probably the first time I was really awakened by it. Um, oh, is this the Jeremy? Like Jeremy becomes woke? No, absolutely not. <laughs> is it no woke? woke? Yeah, I got a story for you later. <laughs> We're not gonna do it on the podcast. <laughs> so, so anyway, I, in I had an instance at, at another organization I'm a part of, and it was maybe a, two, three years after I'd gotten got my first degree black belt. Um, but. I was lucky enough to have learned some rare things, and I was I was very fortunate, very very blessed that I, to this day I don't even know how I fell into it. I was just thankful. And one day, another guy, a nice guy, I have and the utmost respect for the guy. I really, I mean, I, I won't name who it is, all that kind of stuff. He comes up to, I mean, very, very, very high ranking. I mean, he was like seventh or eighth Don, you know. And he's coming up to me asking me to show him some of the stuff. And it 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 kind of blew my mind because it's kind of like, I mean, I mean, I was very humbled that he he was willing to learn from me. And I I I, I took that as, you know quite an honor you know just he'd even come ask me but i really didn't i it, it was such a rank difference I, I it made me feel very uncomfortable at the time but i realized at that point it's like well wait a minute you know once you know with what we're doing once you hit this certain rank it, it, it's mainly just years of practice as far as your actual rank it may not even be knowledge it may not even be total skill it's it just gets down to the point of years of practice and it's like or like years of service in an organization like if yeah you think of it i mean it was, almost, it, it was almost kind of like a I'm not, I'm not putting anything off i mean not it, it was almost like a union kind of setup 
you know, mm-hmm. after so many years, it, it, it was, it just felt kind of like that. And, and I'm not putting anything down on anybody. I mean, and let, let me tell you something. I mean, this guy had great skill. He just didn't have a particular this, thing. Yeah. This particular thing. I mean, it, it, it was one of those things I'm like, shouldn't somebody a little bit, a little bit close. I mean, it was just one of those things I, I just felt very, very uncomfortable. And, you know, I mean, probably if I, I hadn't seen him in years, but I mean, probably ran into each other. I mean, we'd be really cool, but it just made me feel a little uncomfortable, but it really woke or woke me up about that. It's like, okay, if I'm first on who get, why should I pay for second, third, fourth, fifth, you know, and so on. Why should I pay this money for a piece of paper if I'm not going to learn anything different? Don't do me wrong. I mean, I'm, I'm thankful for thankful and, and have been blessed with, you know, people promoting me or, you know, advancing my rank or whatever. But in the long run, you know, the bottom line is I can do what I can do. And that's the bottom line. You know, I mean, I, I don't know everything. I, I don't want to know everything. I really don't. I'm, I'm content with what I know. I, there are certain times I do want to learn a few things here, a few things there. I think it would help me out. But as far as, as far as uh, I, I've got a drive for a belt, I don't. It's like, you know, that'd be kind of cool if I learned, you know, something with this or something with that. You know, that's, that's more where i'm at now and I, I don't need rank i don't want it i don't care anymore i really don't and it, it, it was interesting i had i had somebody at my kids karate class asked me the other day it's like what rank what rank are you and it's really funny i it was i i know they were sincere and they were they were just asking you know just just as a personal question you know but it was funny. It really made me feel very uncomfortable. It, it was like, I, I really, I really don't want to tell you because it's kind of like, I really don't care about rank anymore. I really don't. And, and, and this is kind of like goes to the whole thing of the podcast where it's like, if we just stop caring about this, like, will it go away? Is, is it the overriding aesthetic that is a part of most, if not all martial arts these days? of some sort of traditional uh, Japanese variety, despite the fact that karate is an Okinawan art. Yeah, we, we can't avoid that. It's kind of there, right? But if we you know, tell ourselves, and, and you and me will feel uncomfortable talking about it because we don't really view it as anything really all that meaningful. Right. But we have to, we, we also live in a world where people view that as something meaningful. Right. Right. So, how do you deal with that being in that position? It's, yeah. it's almost like having to like continuously telling the like political lie in order to, to maintain power or whatever. And then, and then, it, but then the end of the day, people will just like, what if you answered the question, be like, oh, I'm fifth down. It's like, Oh, really? Okay. And like, and the conversation kind of continues or like walks on person yeah. forgets or whatever. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm more interested. Okay. You're fifth on then. uh, what in the hell do you know? What do you really know? Do you, you actually really understand know. what you're? Do you actually understand what you're doing, or 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 is it just something that you're checking, checking a checklist? And 
yay, I got rank. Don't care. You know, it, to, to me, it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, I, I've seen, I, I've seen people get promoted to a Don rank that I would have a problem promoting to an intermediate belt. Yeah, and then, I, and then I've seen people. Then I've seen people who've been promoted to a Don or to a you know pre-Don rank that's like Jamie Christmas. I'm probably promoting personal right here. You know, you know, from from that standpoint, you know, as far as skill level, I, I've you know I've seen you know I I think it gets back to you know what what we just said. It's like I I don't care what rank I am. I don't care what rank anybody really is. Oh, so and so is this. Pfft, I don't care. I mean, good for them. I mean, if that's what their life's ambition is, awesome. But what did they really learn? What do they really know? And what's that, the sad part is this thing is supposed to represent that, and we all know it very clearly doesn't. And no. <laughs> because especially where we're at, it's kind of a echo of a time that's long gone by. Yeah. That's long passed by from a tradition that's long, like very, very well shown. A, a money thing. This was B, a, a, a like a stature, a station thing. This yeah. was a this was a class thing, little in every regard, right? Yeah. Uh, and yet, 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 all of Okinawan karate, all of Okinawan martial arts has yeah. essentially had this like thrust upon it because of its inclusion in this. Yeah. You know, and it's, it, it's funny, you know, cause I mean, give it a little plug. The new season Cobra Kai is out, but it brings into light that Which one we part, may or may not do an episode by episode breakdown on. Pen, I, I don't know. Pending I, Jeremy's I, approval. Uh, it will be a hate watch for me. It will be a maybe hate watch for Jeremy. I needed alcohol to get through season four, dude. I can't drink until November, so. I don't know. I mean, anyway, I'm not going to get into that. But but it goes back to, like, the, you know, the the original Karate Kid. You know, they're getting ready to do the tournament, and and they're they're signing up for for the tournament. And it's like, you know, uh, you know, uh, what what rank is he? You know, and Miyagi says, uh, why matter? You know, there you go. Why does it matter? Then he goes and steals a black belt from somebody else. <laughs> like any good Okinawan artist. <laughs> <laughs> How is the black belt cut? Oh, we just ripped it off somebody else. That's just, that's a great representation of how history got much Showed up at the tournament. Wait, wait, what's this thing? Oh, right. Um, yoink. Yeah, it's a black belt. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, that, that pretty much signifies kind of what we're really about. It's like, who gives a crap? I mean, who cares what rank anybody is as, as opposed to it should be more about what you know, what you can what you can teach and what you can share, you know? Coming up on almost four years, almost four years of the podcast, I think, or three. I'm an English teacher, not a math teacher. I don't remember. 19, 19, 20, 21. Yeah, we're almost four years in. 
Jeremy's walking away from me because he's got a math degree, and I can't even remember how long I've been. This is what's kept me going for with this for about four years, despite this year kind of being a lull. Is that there's more interesting things in and around. There's more interesting things in and around martial arts. There's more interesting things in and around training. There's more interesting things from every sort of which every sort of perspective, right? Social like social media, how it's portrayed in film how people train, why people train, where people train, who people trained with, the history behind it, the future of it, right? The, the, the relationships involved in it, like all of these things are much more interesting than this unfortunate aesthetic, this unfortunate like happenstance of a thing that you and me both love. Yeah, and, and what, what are the lessons behind all this stuff? Right. You know, not just... Hey, I, I learned this cut. I learned this cut. I learned this cut. Great. What lesson did you learn while you were learning it? You know, I, I mean, like, I'll never forget one of the lessons I learned. Um, I, I guess I was really trying to push to get the black belt. And I was, I, I was picking up things very, very quickly. And so, um, one of the last katas before, you know, before you tested for black belt, I remember, um, man, I, I tried to speed it up as much as possible. Um, I was watching anybody who was doing the kata and I was picking it up almost on site. And I remember it really irritated. It really irritated, uh, Robbie because he was like, no, I really wanted to spend time with you on this, but you decided to just go ahead and try to learn it on your own. He goes, and it's not a bad thing that you did that, but there were certain things I wanted to teach you with this. So in, and in that aspect, I, I guess I got a different perspective of patience. And then it's like, what would have been more important, getting to that point, right? We're ready to test for black belt or building that relationship with one of your mentors, with one of the people who's who's you know been there for you, who who's had that. Yeah, and I, I think this is kind of the overarching theme of the podcast to a degree is that the it's got to be that relate it's that relationship yeah. with those people you're with. That's so much more important than this artificial thing for yeah. some inflated purpose. Yeah, absolutely. That has no real meaning outside of where you stand in a row. Yeah. Right. And I then, mean, you know, yeah. of what imaginary people, and then like, ultimately the dojo is about the people who are in it and about who, who's training and about why you're there and who you're with. Right. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can go to any, you can go to several places to go learn, you know, find out a whoop ass, but you know, it's kind of like, what are you really getting out of it? What is it that you're really getting out of? I mean, is it is it that skill and that's the only thing you're looking for? Or is it actually some lesson lifelong that you can pass down to generation after generation? If you're copying someone else's technique, it's not your own. If you're copying somebody else's lessons, it's not your own until you make it your own. Which is why I think like ultimately karate is a is a mile long and an inch thick. But it's all but it's only it's only deeper with those you're around. And this is why this whole new age of attempting to, I'm not saying this is about like online teaching and all, but attempting to just have digital dojos 
and stuff like that, which is, I mean, something we've done to a degree, but in a much different, like there, there has been a need to eventually get on the floor. Nowadays, people are just trying to learn things from YouTube and stuff, which bad, good, whatever it is. But like, ultimately, if you're not on the floor with people, you're not learning those things with people and not having those interactions. It's only going to be so far for so much. You're not learning the whole lesson. You maybe learn parts. It's incomplete. It's kind of like I tell people, um, my degree's in mathematics. But I really didn't truly learn mathematics until I was trying to get a physics degree. Funny thing is, I got one class left to finish a physics degree. I don't know if I'll ever get it, but whatever. Physics without degrees. (laughs) That's a side podcast. But, I mean, mean, the point is, sometimes you think something's just a thing, but it's not always that thing. Like, I guess, I'm not going to call this person out, but one of my students, I remember he had just an absolute infatuation to learn aku just to i mean like wow that's that's the weapon i want to learn he had barely known bow he barely knew the basics of bow he wants to go learn an advanced weapon i told him you need to learn this first you need to learn this first and time came and he just totally did not listen to me he just did his own thing and it really created a problem and what's interesting is, for the longest time, even after he learned it from someone else, which I, I had, I had advanced knowledge of that at the time. It was like I, I would continue when he was working with it. I was continually trying to correct him, and if he would have listened to me, it would have. You know, it would have been a lot more natural. And so I know we're kind of going off script, but it is those kind of lessons. It is those kind of lessons that you get. And I mean, I, I, I think I would have been better off. He would have been better off if he would have listened to me, did what I told him, kind of mentor in that way, as opposed to just jump right in. And you, Especially and after- you couldn't tell him anything different. And so, and I think. That was one of the things that really drove a wedge between us. I mean, I feel bad, but, you know, that was his choice. Well, and I think that this is the thing where it's like, especially when it comes to stuff like this, you had recommended me for that fourth degree. What if it had been the other way around where I was like, Jeremy, I want the fourth degree. Jeremy, I want the fourth degree. When can I get the fourth degree? You're going to recommend me for the fourth degree now? Like, if I had done that, right that would have like completely changed the tenor of the relationship yeah. right and of a student attempting to dictate something and anytime you become a student and anytime you want to become teachable you ultimately can't you can ask questions but you can't ask for things like not you you can't request to say i want to learn this one thing you can now yeah. you, you know and that's you can but i mean if somebody says not yet or you're not ready or you know, gives you a decent reason for it. I think in that particular situation, though, you were kind of not going to be at a loss either either way because of just how, you know, how 
much they were trying to make things accessible and you weren't really able to control that situation entirely. And then the other thing was it became very difficult to teach them because it was like, well, so-and-so said this. And that that's a whole other subject. But, yeah. I mean, the main point is it's like these are the lessons that that aren't taught when you're just learning stuff. Yeah. And, and like, this is why we're kind of the anti, the anti stuff, but like anti stuff. People have criticized us and been like, well, why, why is this is just an audio program? Like, yeah, it's a podcast. What do you want us yeah. to like, you want, you want to see the video version of this where it's just me sitting in a chair and Jeremy standing, standing like in his dojo. Like we've done maybe one video of us like demonstrating a, a thing. Yeah. And that was, yeah, yeah. That, and, and, but that's what we're not here to do, really. Like, maybe a yeah. little bit here, maybe a little bit there, but I mean, training's training, and like, they discuss this with other people. It's like, how boring is it just to watch somebody do a cut up? Or like, like ultimately, like, the, the point of that is just like, hey, that was good. That was bad. That was okay. Like, like you know, unless you know you're in the know of something. Right. No. But yeah, cool. yeah, that's that's pretty much my take on it. But I'll never forget the time when I was teaching many black belts, just the very first kata. We're just going through it, and what was funny is one of the guy's kids who was a beginner. He had just learned that first kata, which for us is not to show up. And what was funny is every single person in that room that I was working with was not getting it. The only person that was getting it right was the kid's son who wasn't even a black belt. And that's the kind of stuff that used to infuriate me. And I'm like, how is it that, that this person's doing it right and all you guys who are supposed to be leaders are not? The chiefs, for, the chiefs versus, or the leaders versus followers issue. Yes. Um, whew, there's, there's a podcast. Too, but, uh, too, many, too many chiefs and not enough people on the floor. Yeah, and like, and this is kind of the point where it's like when you're worried about the, the pecking order, you're not worried about the actual thing. Bye bye, actual thing. Yeah. And, and you're not really worried about training, real training. Not hey, this looks good. Hey, this looks good. No, that's not. That's not what it's about. No, I, mean, I, I remember one instructor basically says, oh, "You want pretty?" Go down the street. They got nice, nice, pretty geese. You know, different colors and everything. Don't care about pretty. Care about yeah. if it works. It can be pretty and work. Huh? It can be pretty and work. But it should work. Yeah, right? It's pretty awesome whenever you knock someone out. But anyway, that's beside the point. Sorry. Uh, I, no, it is pretty awesome. You can also make sure that, you know, you have insurance. But that's a different story altogether. Yeah, especially now. But anyway. I think that helps kind of get us back on track of where we're going. I agree. It can it can be a little daunting to kind of try to do this on a regular basis, and because of work and things and and life and things, you can get off track from you know doing something essentially just out of the passion of it. And I think coming back to to center, even on a podcast, is important. And yeah. that's a, that's the purpose of this episode. Jeremy, what do, what are you up to this week in terms of training? Are you going to be doing? Do, are you going to be going to the ice tundra next? No, no, I won't be doing that. Uh, all I know is uh, 
I, I know I'm working a ton right now, but I mean, I'm trying to do stuff with my son in his karate class. So it kind of keeps me still going and stuff. And been working some of the other people in there kind of like, what is he really doing? Because I'll be working with him with sticky hands kind of drills and things like that. So that, that's helped him on some stuff. So, but. I, I know this is a shocker for everyone on the podcast. I, most people know that I hate comma, and I bought a new pair of comma. So it's like I'm I'm actually wanting to work with them because actually they they feel better in my hands than, than the ones I've been using for thirty years. So I'm like, so I'm like, you know, maybe maybe that was the turning point. Maybe maybe you just needed the right comma. That, that was the one thing I always try to do is I always like all my weapons. I tried to always make sure they were balanced almost perfectly for me because I mean, because it's training equipment. Now, does that hurt me if I pick up a stick? Some, some way, yes, and some way, no. But I mean, the way no is I, I can find the balance on, on even a stick, you know, to make it work. I know what it's supposed to feel like balance wise. So, and that's why I did that. Um, I forgot who told me that. It had to have been Robbie. Robbie, maybe Vicky. One, one or two. One of them, maybe even Vicky's mom. I can't. Dolores. I, I can't. Can't remember. But um, but yeah, one. Got to remember. Got to remember. Not everybody knows who, knows who these characters are. One of them told me it was like when you're training with weapons, you should always have. You know, if you're really seriously training with them, you should have balanced weapons because then you can find balance in anything you pick up. And I'm like, okay, you'll know what it's supposed to feel like. Sorry, I didn't mean to kind of scroll. No, it's okay. Did you get that email that I sent you right before we started training? Or not training? Right before. Yeah, I saw it real quick. I saw it. I didn't get to really open it up too much, but. Oh, okay. Because that has everything to do what you talked about. But uh, that's a bit on been on the dl for now um i got you well uh i'll uh, maybe let that let, let that rip when uh, i get get approval from it i've been training a lot more recently but it also means apparently my achilles tendonitis is just like hey hi remember me i'm okay with it like it's all right but it's you know just all right i got a uh i think i've almost got a bag constructed and i got a new friend uh bob uh, which is what I'm calling my steel mace. So, uh, nice, nice. Yeah, I just did a visual show for Jeremy, and I just realized we we're doing an audio recording, so that a little pause there is going to have to get edited out. Um, so, all sorts of fun with that, due to our friend uh, uh, Sal. But yeah, that's a uh, well we're working on it recently. Um, last little bit, I'm going to put something in front of the episode two about this. A friend of mine, uh, Jeremy doesn't really know him. A friend of mine, uh, Fred Eckroth, last Friday, September 2nd, had very suddenly and um, very shockingly passed away. Uh, he ran a dojo in uh, Potts, or Pottstown, um, Pennsylvania, or close to there. And... Um, it's a big shock just to everybody's students, that whole community there, especially to his family. He had a wife and a son who has got, got some challenges. So in the description, there's a GoFundMe to help out his family. And I, you know anybody who can support 
at this time for that any amount helps but they're just really struggling right now so i'm going to plug that here right at the end i'm going to throw something right in the beginning if you're listening to this episode it's the second time you're hearing this so but i don't want to bring this episode on a down a low point but i do need to bring that up so please contribute to that gofundme if you can any little bit helps cool we're back and uh hopefully we can stay back for a little while um, yeah. Jeremy, thank you as always. Right. You kind of saved. I gotta, I gotta say this here. You gotta help save us a little, uh, because otherwise it's just been me like chasing people for interviews, which is not what I wanted to do. So thanks again. Thank you everybody for listening. And yeah, everybody keep on training.
like written bits we do like you know Uh-oh, oh like can you hear me can you hear me i can't see you anymore oh god yes yeah, so, yep, i've gone blind there we go okay it's back up that's what i get for trying to do an opening bit like any sort of sort like before recording starts and then i just leave it in and then i throw the theme in front of it or behind it and then we start the episode oh. because who doesn't yeah. like you know formulas yeah. anyway. Stop. Go ahead. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah um so 